previously on the Social Introvert Podcast. At the time when LL thought he was the biggest thing in the world, he had the microphone tatted on his fucking arm and all this other bullshit. This nigga was... Let me tell you something about LL. This nigga's a fucking narcissist piece of shit. Fuck him, first of all. Fuck LL. Okay? Fuck him. Fuck his fucking I need love. Fuck his fucking head nods off. Let me tell you something. See it? Now you done got me in my fucking soapbox. The social introvert. New York. fraud. The moose got the hairy frog. Goddamn. Alright, hold on. I see where it's coming now. I guess I can come in right here even. It's good. Hey, pass that shit. Right shit on the train while I think about Kobe. Those foe like to say it was one of the homies. And Mel Davis said you grown while you holding the 40. Sparking Dodie with Terry, empty bars of Odie. Dreams of playing ball was diminished by smoking. Used to play a year above when a nigga was 14. If I never had the bread be man, let me hold things. I pan once I flipped the QP or a whole thing. If the bitch wasn't fucking kick her out, she a jolting. Up in Harlem taking shots of Tiger Bone with the ginseng. Make me feel like a king, free the homies and sing sing. Flame love head to toe, you thought I played for the Red Wings. Take the good times with the bad times. With some bad fellas, meet the bad guys. Ducking one times, other sunshine. These some fast times, a hard knock high. Take the good times, with the bad times. With some bad fellas, meet the bad guys. Ducking one times, under sunshine. These some fast times, a hard knock high. Pouring lean out, by the chalk lines. Body feel numb. What's going on? It's your boy Sid Davis back with a brand new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast, episode 231. You can find the show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. So I want to apologize. I was supposed to drop an episode Thursday, but I was... I don't know, man. I, I got caught up with a lot of stuff um, back in school, so that was happening. Uh, it's just a lot of stuff going on as far as our entertainment news, uh, local news, world news. And it's just, I was at a point where I'm like, oh, hold up. I had to push back, take a moment, and just kind of chill. So that was that. Um, I, I Like, nothing bad or anything, but it was like... It just felt overbearing, I guess, if that makes sense. It, it felt really overbearing, and I just needed to kind of get the fuck away. So all I did was, normally when something like that happens, I just go to the beach. Everything is cool. So I went to the beach uh, a number of times since Thursday, for whatever reason. I don't normally go that much, but I, I'll go like once or twice a week. But I, I, shit, I went like maybe four or five times, I think. I went twice in one day. Um, the beach isn't that far from me. I'm like 35, 40 minutes from Tybee Island. Probably not even that long uh, with the way I drive. But <laughs> anyway, just needed, um, you know, a, a, a mental check-in. Kind of like, a, a, you know, some time for relaxation. Uh, is the coronavirus real or is it not real? Uh, nobody's talking about the numbers anymore. Uh, just... It's like, bro, like, what's real, really? Just confessions coming out, 
and everything's in shambles. Uh, rest in peace to Jerry Sloan, longtime Utah Jazz coach. Uh, Little Richard. Um, it's, it's so many people that have passed recently, man, and it's it's wild. Uh, uh, two WW, well, not two, but one WWE star uh, has passed away. Uh, he was one half of Crime Time. If you are a WWE fan like myself, you know what I'm talking about. That's when I put the phone down. I said, all right, I need to take a moment and kind of like chill for a second. Uh, we had a, a Japanese wrestling star that was a part of a a reality show over in Japan. And I think it's, it's called Terrace House. And Terrace House is kind of like the Japanese version like the real world over here like what the real world used to be um there was some backlash she got into it with somebody in the house some guy and he was kind of being a dick about it got real cocky and in return she just slapped him and twitter just kept just heckling her bullying her and just talking shit to the point where uh, it led to her committing suicide now, um, rest in peace to her. I'm an advocate of people or fighting for people with mental health. I am a person who has suffered from mental health, still do. But um, we, we got to somebody's got to do some talk. Something's got to happen, basically, because uh, I'm at um, I'm at a crossroad now where people come out. And they do their little press run of mental health and, oh, I was mentally going through something and some bullshit like that. Or it's just somebody who will sit there long enough on their phone or their computer and just get called names to the point where they feel like they need to self-delete. I'm trying to be as nice about it and as cool about it and kind of like big, well, not cool, but sympathetic and empathetic about it but it's like come on fam like it's just words i mean don't words do hurt but you don't know these motherfuckers don't let that shit get to you and you know it's it's just a lot of stuff that's going on i'm like jesus christ the energy is just the energy isn't off but the energy is just overbearing so i don't know but we back shout out to government name podcast for the last three weeks i had cole jackson on my show and well one half of government name i had cole jackson and then i was finally able to get shogun on the social introvert last week and we just sat down and talked about podcast integrity you can go check out episode 230 called moral facet featuring shogun of government name and uh it was cool conversation man i you know i enjoyed it a lot now let me see. I, I've, I've had government name. I, I've actually had both of them on an episode before. That was way back. That was like when I first started the show. But yeah, um, great conversation between Cole Jackson and Shogun, uh, especially that <laughs> that LL Cool J rant, man. That LL Cool J rant was uh, something else from uh, Cole Jackson. That was one for the books. Uh, I will consider that a classic moment of the social introvert. Speaking of LL Cool J, right? He was in a <laughs> a recent interview with Complex, 
and basically went out of his way to say he paved the way for Drake. Um, I, you know, I don't disagree with that, you know, but I go down the comments, right? And I'm just going to go down these real quick. I'm going to make it short. Uh, let me see. Here's the first one. LL Cool J is literally an icon. That was one. The next one, let me see. I keep on forgetting what LL has done for the whole hip-hop culture because LL is so humble with it. He created the biggest hip-hop label in the world. Def Jam created. Huh? Whatever. He created a lane that introduced women to hip-hop. Mm, no. He took FUBU to the top. No, he did not. He even produced, co-produced some of the some of his biggest hits of all time. He was the first rapper to cross over to the TV slash film industry. Oh, okay. He was also probably one of the first, probably. Anyway, he was also probably one of the first rappers to own their masters. That's a fucking lie. That is a bold face lie. I can go on and on. I used to think Jay-Z was the greatest of all time, but LL. Then it's a drop down. But LL just made me realize that he is hip-hop culture. Facts. Say no more. And we keep continuing down. That was one whole paragraph. Like, he needed to write a fucking novel to just to dick-eat LL Cool J. But whatever. Next one. <laughs> we need an LL Cool J biopic. No, we don't. Uh, another way. <laughs> People forget. LL was considered the best by a lit of... oh. By a bit of people back in the day. No, he self-proclaimed that. He was the GOAT. Uh, somebody says, don't call it a comeback. He has been here for years. G-O-A-T. Let me see. Uh, what? A, there's, there's some more. Um, oh, here. Wow. MJ named his album Bad after LL's I'm Bad. That's awesome. LL Cool J is the GOAT. Um, oh, somebody being a little, you know, making a hot take. That's a terrible comparison. First, no way Drake's pen, whichever one of his, oh, whichever one of his could ever touch LL. LL made Def Jam. Jesus Christ. No, he didn't. All that other stuff is media creation. L came up with a non-lethal ink pen meant you didn't even make it to where you could get to crossover status. And L has done that times 10 and they know not to fuck with him in the streets i'm gonna stop there elo cool j did not make def jam he did not def jam records started in rick rubin's college dorm room like literally in a college dorm room along with russell simmons let's y'all niggas ain't y'all are not hip-hop to the death y'all are not hip-hop to the death this is how I know y'all just go off of what you probably heard some old heads say that didn't really know themselves. They just wanted to be a part of something. The niggas who are into hip hop know that LL Cool J did not create fucking Def Jam or make Def Jam what it is. Fuck out of here. God, leave me. Anyway, I'm going to be happy this episode. I'm not going to rant. Um, I got some new music for y'all. So um, anyway. The song that you heard at the beginning of this episode was a brand new joint from Jay Worthy titled Hard Not High. 
Um, it is from a joint project that he has done with Harry Fraud. Uh, came out, I think, let me see, a couple. I think I, I actually had a specific date because he dropped one called Two for One. And then he turns around and he just drops this EP. Um, came out of nowhere. I was like, wow. But anyway, the uh, the title of this EP is Eat When You're Hungry, Sleep When You're Tired. Pretty good. It's seven tracks. Um, I actually played something off of this EP not too long ago. And it was Hold Something. I can't remember what episode it was, but I think that's how I started the episode. But uh, again, Jay Worthy, Harry Fraud, uh, Eat When You're Hungry sleep when you're tired it's pretty dope i'm a huge jay worthy fan uh, jay worthy is a part of london drugs with sean house i have been a london drugs fan for about two years now man i, I stumbled onto them dudes out of nowhere and fell in love with the sound but anyway we're gonna get into some more new music um larry june and cardo are back again with a new ep it's titled Cruise USA, and it's it's a play on the Nintendo 64 game Cruising USA, a little throwback. And the reason why it's not called Cruising USA, he was like, well, Larry, he was like, well, I don't know if I'm going to get sued for copyright from Nintendo, so I'm going to just play it safe, uh, change up the artwork, and call it Cruise USA. Originally, it was supposed to be titled Mr. Midnight Part 2. Uh, you can check out the first one that came out last year. It's on Apple Music. It's everywhere. So, um, Cruise USA comes out. And it's, I, it's what I expected. But even then, it exceeded my expectations at the same time, if it makes sense. Yo, this nigga Larry June, man. This dude Larry June is killing it right now. I've been talking about him. I know I'm like just drilling it into everybody's ears who's listening to the show, but I I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the way that he's rapping, like the way that he says things like he's one of those currency Devin, the dude, Smoke Dizza, Dom Kennedy, Jay Worthy. He's in that lane of rappers, um, but it's, it's a different approach with him. Dude is always talking about getting your credit score straight, uh, buying some land or like I've heard rappers talk about that before, too. Like the guys that I just named, but he takes it to an extreme where he's literally telling you step by step how to do it. <laughs> and he's talking about eating healthy and getting, you know, getting your body together, taking care of yourself. I, I don't know, man. Maybe it's the way that he's saying it, but it has me doing shit that I should have been doing. And I'm glad that I'm taking a step to do those things. But anyway, uh, we're not going to get into that. What we are getting into is the new joint from Larry and Cardo. This is called Organic Love. Check it out. It's ups and downs in anything. Keep going, my nigga. It's better than I damn near had to sacrifice everything. Keep going, my nigga. It's better than Hopping out. Orange guts with the gray paint. Number 10. 
Riding dirty, but the kicks ain't where you been. Out the way, I've been stacking cake. I know a few pretty brown things that live in the A. I'm tapping in. This not a date, you can bring your friends. I can't put a label on it, but you cute as shit. The way she pulled up in that beamer, I'm like, ooh, yeah. Make a nigga wanna buy a house and move her in. I ain't the type to call back to back. You wanna leave, baby, pack a bag. What's happening? True Mac, baby, that's a fact. Two straps when I go to sleep, love, I got my own back. I'm not worried about a quarantine. I go hard, beast mode. Either way, I got a mouth to feed. Either way, these bills come in peace. Shit is all about perspective. Go hard, nigga, get your cheese. And I don't bang shit, but healthy, but I got respect. Disrespect, little nigga, then I'm on your neck. Pull it up in something wet, niggas never seen. This the real thing, love, it's not a dream. I've been feeling like love ain't the same no more, same no more. I done gave so much that I can't no more, can't no more. I'm a real nigga, that's for sure they know, sure they know. I've been feeling like love ain't the same no more, same no more. It's ups and downs in anything. Keep going, my nigga. It's better than Sacrifice everything. Cheap for my nigga. Custom rims playing Lauren Hill. Pulled up at 7:30, showed her how it feel. I know you thinking about me, baby. Quit playing with me. You know that nigga that you texting ain't fucking with me. When I call, you know she picking up. He seen her orange in her heart. Had that little nigga mad as fuck. Now you don't fuck with Larry all of a sudden. Quit worrying about these hoes, my nigga. Once again. That's Organic Love by Larry June and Cardo off of the brand new EP, Cruise USA. It's available on Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Play. Real quick about Google Play. Um, I believe the deal has already been done, but I think once November rolls around, they will get rid of their Play Music app and transfer everything over to YouTube Music. They have struck a deal with YouTube to take everything that they have in their music, their, their, their entire music library, and just move it over to YouTube Music. I don't know why. I've gotten an email about transferring things over. I don't use Google Play like that anymore. I have an iPhone, unfortunately. <laughs> Once again, I'm back to iPhone. But it's just it's a weird move. Um, I would suggest a lot of y'all who are into using Google Play take some time out, read some articles, check out some sources. To me, it's a strange move because it's Google um, and they're wanting to fuse with YouTube uh, with, in my opinion, seems to be working backwards because YouTube is trying so hard to be network television now for whatever reason. They don't need to do that. I just think it's a dumb move. But anyway, uh, you can go check that out. Um, let me see what else is going on. DC Comics. Speaking of DC, I'll be doing something tomorrow specifically for DC. So stay tuned for that. Uh, there's an article on Digital Spy. DC's canceled Swamp Thing picked up by the CW following axing after one episode. Um, I'm, I'm going to go through this article because this... Swamp Thing was on the DC Universe and it 
lasted one season and it was actually one of the better DC shows that I have seen in quite some time. Like I'm not a fan of Supergirl. I love Arrow. Flash is cool, but it's gotten too campy now. Um, Batwoman, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, Stargirl, I still have not taken a chance on Stargirl, so I, I, it's up in the air. Anyway, let me get into this article. Swamp Thing proved that not everything comic book based is a hit, as it has unceremoniously axed by streaming service DC Universe after only airing its first episode, as in the rest of the season was released but the announcement it was ending was made after episode one. But now the show is getting a second lease of life as the CW will be airing the show in its entirety. Is the network jumping in to save this show and potentially give it a second season if it does well? Mm, probably not. Variety reports that the networks are having to buy in content from streaming services and international broadcasters because they can't produce new original shows at the moment with many series having suspended filming. If networks are looking for something to fill their schedules, we recommend picking up Dragon Ball Z, a staggering 291 episodes, and you could air it in English and then in Japanese afterwards. Real quick about that. Um, don't do that. Unless it's Dragon Ball Z, the unabridged version, the version that we all witnessed as kids, from 97 all the way up to what what were your 2005 that that run that unabridged dragon ball z version fucking amazing epic classic awesome like that is the version of dragon ball z you need to watch they were probably gonna air some dragon ball z kai shit where everything is like edited down and the dubbing is terrible but whatever anyway <laughs> back to the article as well as Swamp Thing, the CW has picked up E4's Dead Pixels, Canada's Corner, and the just-canceled thriller Tell Me a Story, which was created for a CBS All Access. Real quick about Tell Me a Story, show's terrible. Just want to throw that out there. I tried to take a chance, not good. Uh, DC Universe inexplicably hasn't made it over to the UK at the time of writing. But its various shows have found homes here and there. Amazon Prime Video has Swamp Thing. Stars, uh, which you can get through Prime, has Doom Patrol, which if you've never checked out Doom Patrol, check that out too. Great show. Netflix has both seasons of Titans. Titans is Titans is okay. If you can get through season one, you'll be okay. Um, <laughs> and E4 has picked up the Harley Quinn animated series for adults, which real quick. Harley Quinn's uh, TV show on DC Universe, funny as hell, and it's it's a weird take on on the DC comic book shit, but it's it's not bad. I like it. But anyway, um, let me go back. Where where did this? Where was that? Um, bear with me. It says. Variety reports that the networks are having to buy in content from streaming services and international broadcasters because they can't produce new original shows at the moment, with many series having suspended filming. Um, streaming services, be careful. Be careful. <laughs> because uh, some of these network television uh, conglomerates will try to infiltrate their way 
into what you're doing, into, you know, the success that y'all have become and we'll fuck up some shit. Be careful. So, yeah. Anyway, um, Swamp Thing was cool. There were some leaked episodes from season one. I saw episode one uh, and that was the only episode you could watch. And it was they said it was dead on arrival. Um, I think through the Dropbox download it. I don't know how I found it. Um, I'm not going to give up. I don't want to. I'm incriminating myself now. But basically, I was able to watch two more episodes after episode one. Uh, Not bad. And I don't see why they canceled Swamp Thing. Not my favorite comic book character in the DC lore, but a very interesting one. Uh, if you have not checked out Swamp Thing on DC Universe app, check that out too. Uh, but yeah, yeah, man. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow's a celebration, and I'm talking my shit the entire episode. I, uh, I'm doing this article right. I'm reading this to y'all because of what has gone down. Um, it, I'll save it for tomorrow. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> Real quick, let me get into some more music for y'all. Uh, Ade has dropped a new EP called What You Doing After. Ade is from My Stomping Grounds, uh, DMV. He used to go by Phil Ade. And apparently, they say this is his second project, which that's a lie. Because, let me... <laughs> I have all his old projects. But anyway... Um, the previous one that he dropped back in 2019 is called always something, uh, before that, let me just go down and look really quick. Phil a day. Um, let me see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, come on, Apple. Okay. Here we are. Now we can go back. Phil out. There we go. Phil a day. So. Back in 2011, hang on, sorry, 2010, um, he dropped a mixtape hosted by DJ Don Cannon called The Letterman. Uh, pretty dope. Uh, then he drops a project in 2011 called Fill Our Day Friday, which it was like for a number of weeks, he would drop a freestyle of some sort every single Friday. And it led up to a project. Now, the project that it led up to was 2011's A Different World. And it was, you know, based on a TV show, A Different World. There weren't, wasn't really any skits or clips or anything from the TV show. But he says it was, you know, paying homage to the TV show, A Different World. Uh, that is one of his best projects by far. I love A Different World. I think it's amazing. And let me see. Right after that, he goes on to drop Phil I Day Friday 2. And that was that was actually way better than the first one. And that led up to a project that he dropped called Rose, Result of Society's Evil. You can find all of these on that piff. Go and check them out. He is a dope artist. Um, and then he went on a long ass hiatus. And I'm like, where is this dude? But here and there, I would see him pop up on Wale's albums. I don't really check out Wale albums after the first one. Um, 
but the songs that he was featured on, he, he had dope verses. But anyway, um, he is back again. He no longer goes by Phil Ade, it's just Ade. The new project, like I said, is titled What You Doing After. Um, I will say this, it's okay. Um, I give his previous project so much praise because he's rapping, rapping. And this time around with the you know recent projects that he has, always something, and in this new one, it's kind of like the melodic singing style, kind of like Gunna and Little Baby is... It's cool when Gunna and Lil Baby do it, Young Thug and them do it, but it's like, I know that this nigga here can rap rap. <laughs> so it's kind of odd for me that he's on his style now, but whatever. I'm not going to down him for that. I'm not going to knock him. Uh, I'll still check him out, but it's just, I don't know. I just know the, the dude can fucking rap his ass off. But anyway, uh, he has a joint on here called Concentrate. Check it out. Again, that's Concentrate by Ade off of the brand new project, What You Doing After. It's available on Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Play. So before I get up out of here, I'm pretty sure everyone has seen the clip. I'm not going to insert any clips here so you can hear what he said. We know what the fuck he said. Um, <laughs> Joe Biden, creepy Uncle Joe Biden, and Charlemagne the God sat down and... Joe Biden um, was just deflecting everything. It would, didn't not deflecting, but there's one specific thing that he was deflecting, and it was the 1994 crime bill. And he's acting as if it wasn't that big of a deal. Like he was just playing it off like it was nothing. Like 
yeah, I was super duper young <laughs> at that time. You know, I was, you know, four going on five years old, um, having the time of my life. Didn't know what was going on within, you know, the political system, uh, obviously. But um, once I got into middle school and I'm digging through books and I'm reading and I'm on computers and researching shit about, you know, society and, you know, laws and all of that. And I stumble onto the 1994 crime bill. Um, that is not something that you can just deflect and play off like it wasn't a big deal. That was pretty fucking serious. <laughs> like, I, I could talk about this shit all day. When it comes to the 1994 bill, fam, this right here was a clear indicator of how not only Joe Biden, but how the left, the liberal, the Democrat, whatever the hell you want to call them, of, is an indicator of how they think of us. They feel like that they can monopolize off of black people. And over the years, they formed this arrogance, this cockiness as if, you know what? <laughs> we already got the black vote. You know what? They're going to vote for us. Doesn't matter. They're not fucking with the Republicans. Da -da 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 -da, this, that, and the third. It's pretty disgusting and very foolish of Joe Biden to make the comment that he made about uh, if you're voting, for, if you're not voting for me and you're voting for the other guy, which is, you know, Donald Trump, then you ain't black. Who are you as a white man, old, senile, brittle ass white man with just you might. I think you're on death's door. I'm being as nice as I can. Who gave you the energy or who gave you the pep talk to go in there and say that shit? Because I might take a liking to Donald Trump or anybody of the Republican Party or any other party for that matter. I'm not black. <laughs> you know, a person that is like who looks like me, basically another black man or another black woman. Shouldn't be saying that shit to another black person anyway, either. I think that's wrong. That's just as bad, probably worse. But for Joe Biden to say that it's idiotic, but it needed to happen. It needed to happen. This needed to be revealed and shown who he really is and what they really think of us. Like we're supposed to be indebted forever to the Democratic Party. Fuck you. We are not a monolith at all. I'm sorry, but we have different types of thinking amongst black people. Like there's black Republicans, there's black libertarians, there's black people who like country music there's black people who really don't like rap there's black people who like rock i can go on on and on all day like i i hear him say that and it's just a lot of memories that just keep flowing back from you know like for for instance it, it's almost this was equivalent to that white person that would sit there and you as a, a black child who just whose intellect was just fucking amazing like you spoke words very properly you knew how to spell you dress differently from the rest of the black kids and you hear that one white kid say oh, i'm blacker than you that right there it just boom it struck a chord with me and i'm like jesus christ <laughs> it doesn't matter how young or old you are like these motherfuckers the brain pattern does 
I, I'm starting to think that people's like way of thinking doesn't develop after high school or grade school for that matter. I'm oh shit, my phone. It's just so fucking weird. It's so many things that I can go down a list of and I can compare to what Joe Biden said is uh, if you're voting for such and such and not me, then you ain't black. And then this nigga gonna lean in and shit like he gonna lean in and straighten up his his goddamn uh leisure coat as if he was about to drop the hottest bar of 2020. You ain't black. I, I want to know who gave him the pep talk to say that. You see how he said that? Like, he said some shit like that before. He had to have said that shit before to somebody. And just thought it was just so cool and okay to say, bro. Like, fuck out of here. And then the Republicans trying to come into our rescue and trying to speak. Like, y'all y'all hands are not clean. And I understand, like, when it comes to these politicians, not none of them are perfect. Everyone has done their dirt. Me, uh... The person next door to me, um, my little brother probably have done some dirt. Like everyone has dirt on their hands. They have done something that they probably wish they could take back or have done something dirty to which they needed to get to the next level of success or something. I don't know. Fam, this, this two party system, bro, I'm, I'm over it. I am so over it. <laughs> you can say, well, you sound crazy. What what are you suggesting? Dictatorship? And that's probably the first thing that somebody would say. Um, I'm just hypothetically speaking. This two-party system, dog, is just... um, I'm not rocking with it. I'm really not. (laughs) This shit is not cool. It's... Man. I'm so drained. Like, right? it's, It's all coming back from Thursday. And it, like, I feel like going to the beach right now. <laughs> I feel like driving to the beach in this latest shit right now. God damn, bro. Like, who, what, who gives you the fucking right? And you have the audacity to say that shit. I'm so at a loss with words because that came out of his mouth. But at the same time, this is nothing new. This is nothing new whatsoever. Uh, this is how they think. I've been saying this for a long time. Like this liberal leftist Democrat shit is, and it doesn't make, it doesn't make the Republican party look any better either. And all I'm saying is think for yourself, take your time. Don't sit there and just resort to the democratic party. Take a chance to look at, you know, the, the independent, but even then independent, you're stuck at a crossroad to either choosing the democratic way of, you know, running the country or the, you know, the Republican way. And it's, it's kind of like a damn if you do, damn if you don't. Um, I, I am so drained from this shit. He's already lost. He has already lost. And he really felt like he was going to come in there and drop that bar <laughs> and just, oh yeah the black people are gonna be on my side just just wait and see watch I, I think that's what he was thinking like once he said that they were all gonna get hyped and oh he's got our vote for november and shit like that i don't i don't know man trump like i said i've been saying this since he won the first time trump's got the next four years let it go is a done deal i'm over it 
Um, yeah, so <laughs> I didn't feel like entering any clips in here. I didn't feel like doing any of that shit. I was just, I think that's what did it. Me watching that clip and coming to the realization, like, yeah, I, I was right. Like, I, I'm not the only one that was correct in what I was saying about, you know, the, the white liberal or the Democrats and all of that. Like, Malcolm X been preaching and talking that shit in his heyday. So, I mean, you didn't hear it from me first, of course. But it was just like, damn, like, it is, it's a sense of being reminded. That's all. I don't know, man. But at the same time, don't be surprised that he said that. It needed to be said because... It shines a light on how they really think. Doesn't matter if you're Democrat or Republican at all. Um, so Biden, creepy Uncle Joe. I'll say this. Uh, I guess I'm not black then. I'm Sid Davis. <laughs> to quote the, uh, uh, you know, the the legendary OJ. Um, Jesus Christ, he's not a legend. <laughs> I'm not black. I'm Sid Davis. How about that? Creepy Uncle Joe. Uh, I'm just joking. Anyway, that wraps up this episode for me. Thank you for listening to episode 231 of the Social Introvert Podcast. Real quick, shout out to the usuals. 12 Kyle Podcast, Random Tandem, Conversation Con Artists, uh, The Nerd Plate. Man, I felt uh, I got to catch up with The Nerd Plate. I'm about like four episodes behind them. Um... Let me see. Uh, or four episodes behind of listening to the Nerd Plate. Shout out to Brunch with Besties, Ignorant Philosophy, Reasonable Ignorance. And of course, I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to Government Name Podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson. Shout out to Rain Coleman over there at the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. Uh, and shout out to our blog writers of BYNKRadio.net, Jasmine Blue and Hakeem Skitwith. Jasmine Blue is back blogging. Try saying that fast five times. <laughs> wow. She is back blogging for BYNKRadio.net. So go check her out. Go to the lifestyle section. And uh, just click on Jasmine Blue. Um, take a look at what she's been up to. If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at I Sid Davis. I also have a podcast page for Instagram that is at the social introvert podcast, as well as Twitter, TSI underscore pod. All of that will be in the description of this episode. Send your thoughts. Got any questions? You need any advice? Uh, I'm going to start actually real quick. I'm going to start not only putting the intro and outro song in here. I'm going to just put all the music that you heard on the show. Um, I've been thinking about it for a long time. It's just me being lazy, but I'm going to start putting the names of the artists and the songs that you hear in like in the middle, in the meat of the episode, not just the intro and the outro. But yes, uh, sing your thoughts. If you have any questions. Uh, need any advice you just want to shoot the shit and talk send those emails to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com and until thursday guys peace the social introvert
The black Steve Martin, though I'm partly Spartan. Looking for a garden, I can park my car in. On the load, on my foes, they've been awfully silent. I'm riding with disciples, call them Jesus Christ's black tie events. Every single Saturday, looking like a pastor, even though I don't pray. I think I lost religion when I lost my atlas. I found myself in Cali looking for a mattress. Tell me how you feel. Tell me what is real. You looking for a deal? I'm working my pill. I used to want to offer from these overzealous squills, but a hundred thousand sold by myself is very real. Or realistic. It's true ambition. You know the mission. To kill it senseless. I went from doing dirty dishes. Now I'm taking pictures. I'm on my way. I got the drive. Heavy fuel emission. Yeah, yeah. I'm hungry, man. I'm hungry. Thai food?